Welcome to Shenanigans. Hey, hey, it's Aisha. Hey, it's Jenny. Yo, baby, what's up? It's Tyra. Welcome back to another episode of Shenanigans. It's another month and another time for a full episode. So let's not waste any time and let's hop right into our icebreaker. And for this episode's icebreaker, the question is... If you had to be an element, so earth, wind, fire, or water, which one would you be? I would be wind. Why? I would be wind. Because wind goes where it wants to. It You can't really contain wind. Um... It just flows wherever it wants to flow. Um, you know, on a nice spring day when the, the the breeze or wind is flowing, it feels really good. Um, yeah, so I think I would be wind. Oh, that's a, that's a good option. I would be water. Um, again, it can take form in many different you know containers you know it can be in a cup it could be in a big container it could be it just takes you know its own shape i like the way that it flows like the way that it sounds it can put out fire it can replenish the earth it's great for your body it's a necessity yeah and it's the one element that's not in earth wind and fire the group so i might as well be solo I initially had thought about water, but I said, you know, it's one thing about wind is like it's invisible. So I can just go abracadabra <laughs> on people. Woo, and that means you. So <laughs> listen, it's giving <laughs> Definitely, Jenny. Yeah, because you know, with water, you know, it could be like what you need, but it could also be dangerous, like a tsunami. So on brand for me. <laughs> Very much so. Aisha, what element would you be? You know, I'm probably having like a dingy moment. I haven't been in school in a really long time. I did not know Earth was an I literally Googled. I was like, oh no, we're going to have to edit that out because <laughs> it's what it's talking about. Earth is not going to fact check. Because <laughs> I'm only. And then you said, Earth. <laughs> Aisha. And you ain't never heard nobody call Earth when it fired the elements? No! Oh. <laughs> Never heard anybody refer to they're them. called that because they're all elements. Yes. <laughs> today, today years old. <laughs> I literally was over here on mute, like, "Hey Siri." <laughs> Did you watch the movie like Elemental? With I did, I did, but they didn't talk about Earth. But you didn't see like the people with the tree, like the tree people, and the yeah, and I, that made no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else made sense. That did not. I was like, oh, those are the people that are impacted by the elements. <laughs> you know, like Earth signs, like. There's air signs, there's fire signs, there's water signs. Oh my god! Earth signs. Fix it, 
eat. Someone's gonna eat me up for this, okay? And I am so aware. This is why it's not. I don't. I didn't major in anything that has to do with anything related. <laughs> Woo! Did I teach myself that subject? What? <laughs> Obviously, you passed. Damn! And you said with the horoscopes. Okay. Whoo! Let's move on. Oh my goodness, my mind is blue. I don't know where I thought that came from. (laughs) Please, the judgment on your face. No, Um, we want to know which one you would be. That's what we're waiting for. Oh, which one would I be? You know, I thought about I thought about water because hmm, fluid feels relatable. But This is not uncut. You say that for uncut. I might tell on myself later. Okay, so anywho, but what the whoo, hope you're a uncensored listener. Um hmm. Uh it would be fire for sure. I'm a fire sign. Maybe that's why that's the only element I know about. Okay. But um with why would I be fire? I mean, A. I used to have a attitude. Attitude. Which I can't stand. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Name me that for the wrong reason. Anywho, uh, I think because, you know, like I'm bold. I really don't take a lot of stuff from people. I will tear some shit up and t- turn and set it on fire for improvement. And sometimes you need fire to just come burn some stuff down so that it could be rebuilt. It's giving new beginnings. And I think that I do that in different spaces of my life and other people's lives. Period. And it's warm and you hot. Period. <laughs> Period. Let me. Hot. Ooh, y'all so funny. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what... Um, our listeners, what elements they gonna be? Don't judge I oh, too much, not too much. Don't do too much. Peanut might come for it, but don't <laughs> don't do too much. Yeah, don't do it. Don't like do that. like that. I was being honest. You what? This is a safe space. It is. Period. So for this episode's hot topic, we are gonna talk about winding down and slowing down. Um, in the fall, because it is fall time, autumn, and usually, typically, life's kind of, you know, slows down a little bit from all of the commotion that the summer may bring. So do y'all feel like y'all's lives kind of slow down a little bit uh, when fall comes? Hell no. <laughs> And this is why you fire. <laughs> <laughs> because literally, hell no. Like it um it it really it really picks up. Why? For me in the fall. I think it's because especially work. Like it gets worse before it gets better. Mm. I think it's like all the things that Need to be done by the end of the year. Finish the year strong. Mm-hmm. Go in the quarter four strong. And so it's like everything gets very hot <laughs> at one time. And then the cool off period is like three weeks before the year, before the year is over. And so for me, like everything picks up, or I'm already like because of how I am and that I'm like a planner and I'm like. And we literally were just talking about that with she. Like, I will be like, okay, we gotta, I gotta plan everything for next year. I gotta jump on next year, and we ain't even in December. And so I think that that also helps like pick things up for me because while I may not have certain things going on, I'm in like a very heavy planning period too. I didn't think about that, and that's interesting that you say that because I didn't think about that in terms of my personal versus work life because mm-hmm. work you're right it does not pick up like I mean it does not slow down actually it does pick up 
because you know I'm in mm-hmm. pediatrics and the specialty that I'm in it's viral season is here it has already started there's lots of calls mm-hmm. there's lots of appointments and then it doesn't stop until maybe the spring not really because you know the weather changes yeah. here so really the summer is when like it kind of slows down when kids aren't in school but personally I feel like I'm doing less because mm-hmm. I'm not outside as much I'm not outdoors I'm not out being social as much because it's cold and the days are shorter so I feel like in that aspect I feel like my life kind of slows down just a little bit I feel it more so this year because I think maybe I had a busy like September and just a busy summer because I've been doing more than I have the past couple years you know what's interesting about that though Cause you know, Indiana weather been have been real questionable Always. in October. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had ninety degrees, we had fifty degrees, mm-hmm. we had all the above when fall started, and but when we had a cold day, mm-hmm. but when we had a cold day, my mood, I was like, ooh, I could not put my finger on what was wrong with me all. Day. I was like, nothing happened. No one made me upset. But I was just in a very weird place. And I was like, oh my goodness, am I experiencing sad? Sad season. With the first change, like literally the first day, it was cold and gray. And I was like, hmm. And you know what it made me do? <clears throat> go out, go do some stuff. And so I think that it also gets busy for me because I don't like to sit in my sadness. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, I go make stuff to do. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah, so that, but but at the same time, I will get overwhelmed because I'm trying so hard to combat that that I do too much. I can see that. What about you, yeah. Jenny? Do you feel like life kind of slows down for you in the fall? <laughs> No, I feel like it doesn't really change from the summer to the fall. Um, You know, I think I've always been the type of person where it's like, okay, well, if it's cold outside, like, I know I still got to get out and do things. So it's like, I just got to bundle up, you know? So I feel like it doesn't really change. And plus, you know, my birthday um, is close to fall. So, you know, I get really excited when it comes to fall and doing all like the fun things, all the fall, you know, things that are outside but I also feel like with just you know thinking about slowing down like I feel like just this whole year you know regardless of the the season I've been trying to incorporate slowing down in my life but not necessarily based on like oh what I'm going out and doing and things like that um so I I feel like (laughs) I'm sorry Lola stop scratching me I feel like it doesn't I feel like it doesn't change because it's um do you uh or have you experienced a seasonal affective disorder like Aisha had was kind of talking about um sorry no I have not but it's funny that she mentions that because something that I've been thinking about and like doing more reading on this year is you know, not to get too way off into the deep end, but um, when it comes to like your emotions and like sometimes when you figure out or when you ask yourself, well, why, you know, it's kind of cold outside or this X, Y, and Z is happening. I don't know why. And it just was all. And it could be because of the different emotions that you've experienced in the past around this season. And what it feels like is a reminder or it's kind of, you know, coming to the surface. So, um, yeah, I would say, I would say no. I, I mean, I like the fall season and it makes me cozy. So I kind of get excited about. I mean, I like fall, fall activities. Um, and when fall weather acts right, I like that. Um, but I don't like the shorter days. I don't like the cold. I don't like daylight savings time in the fall. I don't like falling back. I forgot all about falling back. Oh my God, I hate daylight savings time. 
I, but you know what? I'm interested to see how that works for me this year because I normally don't really like that either. But the way my child fights me about going to bed and how it be daytime at 10 p.m. and he's like, it ain't bedtime, run that shit back so that he can't he ain't gonna fight me. He's gonna be like, oh, mommy, it's dark already. It sure is. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't want to feel that gloom and, you know, like you said, that or or feel like more tired or just feel like that dread or gloom Mm -hmm. from, you know, the days being gray. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be more self-aware and cautious of that. And I think I feel it feel it a lot Mm -hmm. too at my job because there's no windows in my office when I'm when I Mm -hmm. That that part that used to bother me a whole lot, um, and I, it's not necessarily specific to a, a season, but you know that matters. And so it's like you know being somewhere where there's no windows and you don't know if it's daylight, sunny, warm. You know you don't know, and so it's like you know on top of if you come outside and it, and it is gray. That's yeah, understand. and this is the first fall that I've had this Monday through Friday schedule, so I'm also interested to see um how that will affect uh, mm. how the days go for me mm-hmm. well i'm glad to know that y'all's lives don't slow down in the fall no i don't i don't get a break i mean it's i think especially i mean even thinking like you said personally christmas I know. I, I actually was very tempted because I oh. had to order stuff the other day from a store and they were like, we already have your stocking stuffers and they're on sale. I was very tempted to just start ordering stuff mm-hmm. that day because I mm-hmm. am such a last minute shopper and I'm always like, oh, I'm going to shop for people every month so I don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. So that's always a mess. All these gifts, all these people, kids... Uh, bless it. Your own kid. Your, own, your yeah. own kid. Now I got a whole nother role that I'm oh. playing with that. So like, hmm. Hmm. yeah, I did forget about the holiday rush. It it comes so fast, and it's like I can only think about one holiday at a time. I don't even got. Oh, but all the holidays are in the store. We I, had Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas all in the store at the I same know. time. And I, I know, I know. But how do we? Yeah. So yes, even though I do love the holidays, I love the holidays. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a festive type, festive type of girl. So I do enjoy the holidays. I just don't like the cold. That's that's it. I don't mind fall cold. I can do without winter cold. I don't. Yeah, I don't want that winter cold. But I'm also a person who, once it reaches a certain degree. I'm like cold is cold versus some people be like, I'm not going outside. Did you see it was 10 degrees? I'm like, what's the difference between 10 and 15 and 18? It all feels the same to me. Um, so it, it could be negative five. I, I I wouldn't care. It all feels the same type of cold. <laughs> That's so funny to say that because my mom was like, yeah, you know, when the, it starts snowing and the weather starts getting bad, you could just leave Zaya here. And I'm like, I'm not going to work either. <laughs> I don't. What are you <laughs> I'm not going. I'll have my laptop. I'll work from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my Most of my... Well, let me not say that on here. A lot of people don't work in December. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> I mean, like... Or if we do, we yeah. just, we already have like a, a week or so when we're closed uh-huh. and then people will pad a vacation around that or two. Mm-hmm. So then they might be off two to three weeks leading into the holiday. Um, that are, like you said, it's all virtual work because no one's in the office. So it's like, mm-hmm. that'll be, yeah. I think once, I think once I graduated school, I think that's when, you know, slowing down. I stopped feeling that feeling because it's like all year, there's no breaks. <laughs> I mean, other than, you know, if I take vacation. So like when I was in school, I did feel like that. Okay, it's the fall, it's slowing down. I got Christmas break. 
what breaks? <laughs> like, I mean, other than taking vacation. So I feel like that's when I kind of stop mm-hmm. feeling that. That makes know? sense. Because, yeah, when you're in school, it's like, okay, this is my focus. This is what I have to do. I know my priorities. Yeah. Well, I hope y'all get some time to y'all selves in the fall and are able to at least make some intentional time to slow down a little bit before the holidays pick up and you know we start that new year new me transition oh bless it well you know it's coming in the beginning of the year i swear it just feels like hit the ground running it ain't no like you said no no breaks Let's leave the new me's behind. We got to make that a topic. We got to be refined me's. Revolutioned, evolved me's. <laughs> Something. Ain't no new me. You same me. Now it's time to hop into our segment where we are going to be well, be loved, and be the best you that you can be. And for our wellness segment, we are going to talk about mental fitness now what do y'all think mental fitness is sounds like something i am not (laughs) it's giving very very out of shape it's giving need uh lean shakes and weight watchers Well, uh, mental fitness is, you know, what you do to keep your brain sharp. It increases your ability to maintain a state of well-being and it improves your awareness. You know how like you could be driving somewhere and you are like in a trance and you kind of for, you don't remember how you got there. Mm hmm. It, it kind of keeps you from being in that automatic or automated thinking and kind of gets you out of like that daze or that fogs and kind of just makes you more focused, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell you how you can become mentally uh, fit, but I'm going to tell you just a few benefits. Yeah. It looks is me raising my hand. Uh, is it? But is it? So is it more like your nervous system? It is kind of like exercising your brain, but okay. like with with things that are gonna make you um, increase like your logic and your reasoning, just to uh-huh. like make your brain sharper. Okay. Um, so some benefits of being mentally fit, it helps you be more present and intentional. Um, you have the ability to respond instead of reacting. It makes you more aware of your emotions, improves your focus and your concentration. Uh, makes you more confident and helps you develop uh, or be better at developing positive habits. And mm-hmm. it increases your sleep need that so there's just like five i'm gonna i'm gonna just do five ways that you can become mentally fit they're actually very easy um to just you know help your brain be more sharp so the first one that you can do aisha is stop multitasking bless it (laughs) that does not that that doesn't help you be focused just do one task at a time literally not possible okay it is possible you can do it one task at a time because do you feel like you're getting the work done faster by multitasking here's the thing absolutely not absolutely absolutely not um yeah it's not yeah it's not my preference i understand i i understand (laughs) i understand (laughs) The second thing that you can do to be mentally fit is uh, increase your leisure reading, which I know that sounds wild because who has time for that? But I try to make time right after Zay goes to bed and the little cushion time that I have to myself. I try to do just a little leisure reading because I do enjoy reading. I know reading isn't for everybody, but um, that can help 
be mentally fit. But you might like this one. The third one is play games. So you could play um, like board games or crosswords or Sudoku if you're into that. You could do Wordle or video games that again help with like your logic, reasoning, hmm. um, trivia, something that kind of get your get your, get your brain flowing. Get your brain flowing. Um, you can try something new. So have a new hobby. Um, learn a new recipe. Find a new way to accomplish your task. Mm-hmm. If what the way you're, you know, where the way that you were doing it before wasn't working. Yeah. Um, of course, traveling always opens your mind. Um, or find a new route to work. If you are one of those people that again gets in a daze. Because you're just driving and you're like, dang, how did I get here? Maybe find a new route to work can help open your mind. And the last one is meditate because that can help you focus, even if if it's for a minute. Just try to get in a quiet space with no distractions. Close your eyes and just focus on your breathing. Try to clear your mind. Um... I wouldn't really recommend for being mentally fit brain dumping because I, so, okay, I do enjoy brain dumping. I do it myself, but I feel like it just clears your mind and sometimes it could just make you not more confused, but you know how like you go to bed at night and your brain won't stop. Uh-huh. Sometimes that happens. That's when I brain dump. Do you feel better? Yeah, because it's not on my brain. Because I feel like sometimes when I need to brain dump, it's because I'm literally trying to remember it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then writing it down takes the pressure off of my brain to remember it. The, okay. Because it's in another space that's not your head. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I'm like, dang, that's the only thing I'm doing on this list, I love, Tyra. I, love, I got. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, brain dump! I got eight audio book credits right now. <laughs> what you can brain dump? But like sometimes for me, if I brain dump, it, I just feel like I'm thinking harder because I'm thinking what is in my brain that I need to dump. Need to dump. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, my brain don't do that. In my brain, I got things just overflowing. I'm like. Duh. Like just, I'm just trying to get out of my. I be brain. sometimes need to brain dump so fast that sometimes, recently, I've stopped even writing my dumps. I voice memo, or I voice talk to text because I can't even type as fast as all the things that I'm dumping. And sometimes I feel like I'm gonna forget what I need to brain dump. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's too much. That's funny. But maybe um I'll do like a little series and we can the next time we can talk about being emotionally fit, doing emotional fitness. Yeah. Are you ready to be loved? Barely, girl. Barely. <laughs> I can. That's why you was like, don't be multitasking. I know you was looking at my eyes. Um because I was over here looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know me. Okay, so today on the Be Loved segment, I wanted to chat about show and tell. Um, and it came up in my connection uh recently because me and this person have two different ways that we communicate feelings. And so I want to ask y'all, um, do you usually, do you have a preference in someone showing you how much they care or telling you how much they care? Um, I think these days I would probably prefer someone to show me mm-hmm. more than tell me and you can show I mean 
I it, I feel like we're kind of talking about our love languages a little bit, but not a little quite. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, it made me think about because my love language is quality time. So, um, mm-hmm. I would rather someone show me uh, by when we're spending time together. You know, there's mm-hmm. different ways that you can, I guess, show me that you care about me or how you feel about me. Yeah, I'd rather them show me. Okay. How about you, Yenny? Yeah. I agree. I would rather you showed me as well. Um, I think, you know, young Jenny used to, you know, get crazy off of, oh, he said this and he said all these things. Um, but I think, you know, as we know, talk is cheap. People can say anything. Um, so it's like, no, you got to show me. And, you know, y'all might see this thing like, um, you know, if they wanted to, they would. And yeah, if, if somebody wants that time with you, then they'll make time. And if if they're coming up with a reason why, it's because that's not what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I look at it real black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of what made me think about it for today because I think we see so many memes right now about, oh, talk is cheap or um, at this point in my life, you need to do more than you tell or blah, blah. You know, we get all of that. But I feel like whether whichever end of the spectrum you're on, when you don't get one or the other, you desire the other. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to talk about today was how do you balance show and tell um, within your connections to make sure that each of you get what you need or have a have clarity or that you're on the same page about how you feel. And so, uh, and I want to talk about why it's important. First of all, depending on who that person is, if I'm very much so a words person, like you can show me a lot of things, but if you don't say certain words, it just makes my head swirl. It makes me guess. Like, I'd be like, do Tyra like me this today? Like, I mean, I talked to her, but maybe she ain't feeling me like that. And I'm not sure, you know, and it's important for me to hear that. Like, no, girl, I love you. We still friends. Um, Just using you as an example. I know. Uh, But but it lets that, lets uh, people know that they're here for and care for in the way that they prefer to understand it. Um, But balancing show and tell is also important because it helps the audio match the visual. Like, and it's important for the audio to match the visual. Like, you can't tell someone how much you love and care about them and then you cheat on them all the time. Or you don't show up, you know, or vice versa. You know, maybe you're very committed and you do all the things, but you're not an I love you person or you're not, uh, you know, saying thank you or I appreciate you type of person. And then that may make that person feel like you don't because they haven't heard you say it. Speaking of I love you, it's not also just about that. There are a lot of different ways that you can tell someone that you care about them and how you care. Whether it's, I appreciate you for showing up for me, or I appreciated you doing X, Y, and Z. Um, or I'm really proud of you. I'm proud that you did this thing at work or that you're trying with your goals. Like it just shows that you're engaged with that person and that you see them too. Uh, an important way to show and tell is making sure that you also lean into their love language. So that's what you were getting at, Tyra. It's very, it can kind of tap into that, but the art is still having a balance with it. And so your love language, you said it's quality time. Mm-hmm. You got another one or that's your main one? Um, That's my main one. But okay. it's funny because I think that words of affirmation is second probably i can't really remember but so you're right they're they are both important um (laughs) but i think yeah i think that's the the top the the top two yeah Hmm, mine's all of them so that's the mixed bag but i (laughs) 
because I, I swear. Um, but making sure that you know what your what your person's love language is and leaning more into that, but not for still forgetting about the other ones. That doesn't take everything off the table. It just may be that there's one that you need to pay special attention to. So that's how you balance that as far as the love languages uh, with showing and telling. And then last but not least, I'll say uh, one way that you can make sure that you're balancing show and tell is to ask. Um, I know when I was married previously, um, so, and now that I'm a co-parent, we actually do still have have the same, like we used to have married, like couple meetings. Now we have co-parent meetings and we don't just talk about um, our son's schedule or, you know, what days we need backup or things that he has to do. We also make sure that we're in a good place. And so I might ask like, hey, I haven't done anything to upset you recently. Have I? Are we okay? Or, you know, have I have I showed you have that I appreciate you as his dad or X, Y, and Z? You could do that within any connection of saying like, how, how have you felt cared for or loved recently? Um, so that you can know what they are taking in and making sure that you continue to pour, uh, pour that too. So does that make sense? Of course. Y'all so precious. Who? You and your co-parent. That, that's so, that's so good. Oh, I'm like, I don't know who. <laughs> I didn't know. Who, Great I didn't know who rabbit you were going to pull out the hat. Okay. Um, Cause I just had to even stop talking earlier. I was about to throw a lot of, then I was like, whoo, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy that. We do that too. I think that it's kept communication lines open. It kills tension very yeah. easily. And I don't, you know, we send those type of messages to each other all the time. Tristan had like crazy things happening at school. And he was like, Hey, like, just to let you know, you're awesome. You're an awesome mom. I couldn't do this without you. And, you know, and you handled that great. Like, I appreciated hearing that a lot. Um, so just making sure that we are showing and telling, you know, people in our lives, whether it's romantic or platonic, um, how we care. That's so amazing. Y'all should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, y'all need. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to get off my... <laughs> I was about to say, y'all need to sell that. Y'all need to like. <laughs> Listen, I've asked him. I will see. I'm not trying to impact his love life anymore. <laughs> because I am pro my baby daddy finding love. If anybody is listening to this be love segment and run and tell that, run and tell that I said, I'm pro my baby daddy loving somebody and finding his next wife because I am. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. What a, that was a, that was, I like that topic. That was a good one. Thanks. Jenny, are you ready to tell us how to be the best us we can you, be? I, I didn't uh, know how to grammatically say that. I am. I am. So for the BU segment, I want to talk about abundance. Um, I feel like this has been very heavy on my heart this year. Um, And I feel like it somewhat ties into, you know, when we talked about slowing down, um, I think through being able to slow down this year, I've really been intentional with creating abundance because for a long time, it just feels like, okay, I'm missing something. Like there's something I'm supposed to be doing. I'm missing something. I'm missing something. Um, and so I had to just say, let's pause. Let's kind of figure out, you know, what what's already going right. Um, and so I have a question for you all. Um, when it comes to like creating abundance or just like that term and everything around it, like what does that mean for you? This is so timely. I literally just finished having this conversation 45 minutes ago <laughs> and it was more of a person telling me about how about how they think about abundance but it also made me think about you jenny and our conversation we just had um i don't but to answer your question because i agree with what they were saying too or the message they was they were receiving which was i i don't i don't create abundance 
I receive abundance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the okay. way that I the way that I receive it could possibly lead to more or the way that I manage it that's probably the word I'm looking for could could lead to more um, but only if I manage it well so I don't know if I answered your question but that's how I think about it you did. I, I guess I just want to know, like, do you feel like, okay, you say you didn't create, you don't create abundance, but do you feel like you don't create abundance because you never really um, felt like you were lacking? And so it's like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm just already abundant. Oh, no. So. I wouldn't say that. I would say, <laughs> I would say oh, definitely been, definitely yeah. have been without. I guess what I'm saying is not to get too uh-huh. spiritual slash woo woo is uh, I believe that I get abundance from my creator and so I Mm -hmm. manage that abundance that's given to me and if I manage it accordingly then I can lead to more I don't think you can talk about abundance without being spiritual in some aspects Mm -hmm. regardless of whether you're religious or more spiritual or you teeter-totter between both because you know God does want you to have abundance and so Mm -hmm. you know whatever or whoever your God is I think across all boards that's like a common thing so when I think of abundance I think of it twofold I think of a quantifiable measure because you know uh, your bank account, whatever you you know, whatever you set that to be, um, but also uh, when I think of a non-quantifiable uh, um, term mm-hmm. for abundance, I also think about joy. Um, mm. And what does my life look like? And at the time, am I feeling joy? Because in certain ways, I feel like my cup is overflowing, and that's even with something as simple as peace. Um, yeah. You you can't buy that. Mm-hmm. So um, I you can I think you can look at abundance a lot of ways, and like uh, Aisha said, you can um, appreciate it more when you can think about areas in your life where you have lacked in certain areas yeah. where you may be you know more fulfilled or more abundant now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I appreciate both of your opinions on that because I think like Aisha what you were saying I don't think I I I thought about parts of what you were saying but not in a sense of like okay well I don't create abundance like I think what abundance means to me and what it's been for me is like I feel like me creating it within myself so I'm able to receive it Mm -hmm. um so I hadn't really thought about it in that way Mm -hmm. before um just because like you know I think, you know, different things that I've gone through in life just kind of question, excuse me, some things and, you know, feeling like I'm missing something Um, or even when it comes to just having like a a positive mindset, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, you know, as I've been on my journey this year, I've come across different people where I'm like, okay, you are, you are operating out of a scarcity mindset. And it's like, you know, no matter how bad things are, showing gratitude to the things that you do have. So you are able to receive more abundance because I feel like if you are operating out of lack or out of scarcity, you're going to like abundance is not going to gravitate towards you. It's like it's going to force it away. Yes. Um, because And that's where the management, I think, yeah, comes in when you are, you say operating out of scarcity. And kind of like what Tyra was talking about, I feel like we create that thought within ourselves. Now, that's not to take for granted that there are definitely scenarios where, hmm, nah, it's scarce. Um, but even mm-hmm. during those times, looking at things like it's enough, though. Mm-hmm. You know, and appreciating yeah. that it's enough. Like that little baby car sitting outside, who? was giving me the blues this summer you know and I was like ooh gotta throw this car out the window but I was like but it's enough but it drives but I can fix it Mm -hmm. you know and and I could figure out ways that I can maintain it regularly so that I didn't have to come into that situation again because I know that Mm -hmm. if I don't take care of what I have I'm not gonna get anything better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
I completely, <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> um, so I feel like abundance is like, you know, Tara, you mentioned like joy or you mentioned like your cup overflowing. And so just living a life where you living a life where no matter kind of where you're at, like you just have a feeling of fullness because you're so appreciative of all the things that you, you do have, regardless if it's you know, if it's something you're something more you're wanting, it's like you're appreciating what you do have. Um, and then also, I think with abundance, it's like, you know, you're able to not hold on because you're not afraid that, you know, you're not going to get whatever back or you're not going to get something to you. So it's like whether it's like emotions or like, you know, I should you had talked about like your car, you know, all the money that you had to pay out for your car. It's like, you know, yeah, you know, we might not want to have to do it, but it's like, okay, well, I know it's going to help me in the long run. So let me not hold on to it because I know that I'm going to mm -hmm. get it back. Um, and so, you know, having faith and being confident and comfortable kind of in, I mean, almost in the unknown, yeah. um, but trusting yourself that, okay, you're creating that abundance. And so you're going to get it back. Um, so I kind of mentioned maybe a way or two already of how you can kind of create abundance or even build upon your abundance. Um, but use what you have. Um, you know, like I kind of thought about some things that I was trying to do within my life. And I'm like, okay, Jennifer, you have a lot of resources already around you. So use those instead of, or instead of feeling like, okay, I got to go out uh, and get all these things. It's like, no, let's figure out what you have and use what you already, um, what you already have within yeah. you. Um, and then one last, one last thing, um, is think about, um, like your skills, your skill set. You know, a lot of people might feel like they're not good at something, but just think about all the things that you've gone through and that you've overcome and you conquered. Obviously you had to have some type of skill set to get through that. So think about all those things that, you know, you've been able to do and figure out, okay, how did I do that? And then use those skills just to build. Cool, child. Um, I could so hopefully. I could, literally, I could literally shout because all I can think about is anytime y'all say, Naisha, how you know how to do that? <laughs> I don't know, but God, whatever skills I needed to have to be doing what I'm doing and I have them for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So I like I that that's literally what I think of. Like you said, gifts, skills that people don't think about or yeah. there's skills that can help you grow other skills. Like mm -hmm. whew, shout. Don't take those skills for granted, child. Yeah. And I love the thing that you said about resources because I think people forget that part of it. I think that they think that they have to build the house from the ground yes. up by themselves without any help. Yes. And, you know, when I used to train new nurses, I would tell them all the time, your job is not to know everything. Your job is to know who to call. Because my mm. job relies on a lot of mm. other disciplines and a lot of other people. And so I think that it's so important yeah. to realize not only like who's your village, but where else does your help come from? And, you know, being grateful yes. for that help mm. or figuring out how to find that help. Because like, you know, like I was yes. saying, people think, oh, I just got to do it by myself. And you don't have to. You probably aren't even using many of the resources that you have. Ooh, right. Ooh, I'm gonna shout again because I mean, if we think about us, look, Tyra about to tap us. No, out. I'm not. Because when you think about, I mean, even think about our team and our journey mm. and our experience. Oh, bless mm. it, bless it. And we are only know how many years in this five, six, six, possibly seven, seven? eight. What eight. year is this? We might eight years. It's 20. Ooh, bless it. See, I didn't even know. Eight years doing the strength of she, and we were doing everything by ourselves. And I mean, to a certain extent, we still are. But we started to unload, like, mm, this is not our skill. Is it still important? Yes or no. Is it driving the goal? Yes or no. Is it getting us to somewhere else? Yes or no. And bringing in like, sure, it may cost. Okay, I'm going to have to figure it out because we're going to have to pay someone so to do this because we can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I can't say how 
grateful I am to have made and for us to have made some of the connections that we have, especially over the last two years, because I really feel like they were just additional resources that were just being thrown in our lane because it's going to open up more abundance for everything that we're trying to do. Oh, mm-hmm. chills. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, let's just keep the ball rolling. Do you have a, <laughs> do you have a motivational sheespiration for us? I'm about to get y'all to shouting again because I know I shouted on this one. Um, I do. So I feel like this is on beat for everything. I mean, for everyone, in my opinion, but really for us and what we've been doing, um, with, you know, planning everything this year. But um, I'm leaving y'all with by any means necessary. And so whenever that comes to anything that you got to do in life, you know, whether it's working out, where you're learning new skill, where you're doing this and doing that, you know, you have to tell yourself by any means necessary. And so you're not going to let anything get in your way. You're not going to say, oh, I don't know how to do it. Let me go to YouTube. Let me Google. Let me do all these things. And it's like, you know, with your goals, especially like going into the end of the year, it's like you have to have that mental toughness and, you know, say, I'm going I'm to make it happen by any mm. means necessary. Yes. Snap. Yes. Woo. That that is this episode is the epitome of who we are as people because we started laughing and ended with a word. If that is not who we are as individuals and as a group, what a wonderful episode. We talked about the elements and <laughs> all of them. Apparently all, all four of them. The elements. <laughs> even earth we talked about our lives and how they don't slow down in the fall apparently um we also talked about being mentally fit how to show and tell your person that you care about them in abundance like they they be getting these episodes for free mm, this is for free this is some good Ooh. content tell them where they need to go pay though they could go pay at the because we taking donations. <laughs> that is our way of passing the collection plate around. Go to our website. You can also interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at shenanigans underscore pod. And, you know, Lord willing, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>